Hey, welcome back to a very smooth afternoon here on Radical Recovery Radio. What? What are you doing, Llama? What's wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. I had the wrong initials. I thought it was NPR, not R. 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 Drop that beat. Much better. I agree. This I, I like better. it this way. Yeah. I really like it this way where you can just be you, Llama, and I can be that guy. That guy. I know. I love being that guy. No, I love being the Llama. Yeah? Do you yeah. still do you still have problems with your personality? No, I don't. I don't. I'm totally in touch with my personality. I'm authentic. Okay. Haven't heard okay. that word lately, have you? No, but every, every so often you'll, you'll throw that out there. Proud of you for that. Wicked proud, wicked proud. Under these robes, I'm just a regular guy, you know, with demons and mm. and addictions and all sorts of hang-ups that I have to work on. I thought you said you wouldn't cheat on yourself. Ooh. You said that in a conversation not too long ago. He said, no, Mike, I'm not going to cheat on myself. No, I'm not. I'm not. All right. So I you talk, talk about these. Fight. Yeah. Talk so you fight. talk about these demons and whatnot, but do, do they even have names or anything? Have you petted them and got to know them? No, they, uh, they, they're there. You know, it's that usual while you're dealing in your recovery, your addictions in the other room doing push-ups. My demons, believe it or not, know the power of my practice. And it's like taming the mind. You know, when you go to meditation, you tame the mind. When I was in, started in recovery, I was taming the demons. Mm-hmm. Because we all have them. You know, anybody who says they don't, they're not looking in the mirror and seeing what they should be seeing. Right, yeah. Everyone's got something going on, and whether or not they want to admit that, that's on them. But when you talk about they know the power of your practice— um, you're you're totally in touch with how they feel and what they're about. Your demons. Oh, whew. I have seventy three years, dude. I've been with them a long time. Mm. You know, they were they introduced themselves when I was a kid, and uh, we lived happily together for a while. Uh, but then they took over, and um, they they weren't friendly. They got pretty ugly, and uh, I had to fight back. And so I just sat, did practice, and wanted to be clear, awake, with clarity, and authentic. And so far, touching wood's touching wood right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worked mm-hmm. so far. For today, so far today. Right, right. You know, I always tell people the last sense that a monk loses is the sense of vision. And it's okay to look at somebody man or woman, and appreciate the beauty of the person. But when that intention starts to take over, that isn't healthy, that isn't right, that isn't conducive to, at least for me, I'm only speaking for a monk because we take a lot of vows. And uh, you have to be you have to be in a certain level. And uh, it's just, you have to hang in there and not let, the wrong intention take you down that's work for me mm. took me down what about you well yeah i mean it's like being grateful for for the woman in my life you yeah. know she's got everything i could possibly want and or need and needing to look out for that that demon that just wants more or wants different or is unsatisfied with the way things are 
And that'll happen. Yeah, you know, you think about relationships um, and, and how we're unauthentic in our relationship. Everybody has a secret life. I had a really, really secret life, and it cost me a, a tremendous relationship. But when we when we take that part out of it, when we're suddenly not authentic, like if you're not authentic with your lady, if you're not authentic with your kids, where does it put you? Oh man, just being a fill-in, you know, <laughs> and and just like when somebody is active in addiction, whether it's with alcoholism or other substances, and they're like present but they're not available. And that's that's what that makes me think of is when there's times when, you know, being around someone and you can just feel that disconnect, that disconnect in energy. Yeah, when you look at somebody and you realize the house is empty. You know, the the windows may be open, but the house is empty. And it, it just it really gets you. Um it 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 took me apart. It fed my addiction. And my addiction ruined the moment. But it depends how long you want to stay with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't be honest to yourself, anyone, how can you be honest to anybody else? And it's a lot easier being authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not having to put up a front, not having to pretend, just being yourself and doing what you need to do on a daily basis to, to show up authentic. You know, I used to, I used to think I was tired because of my age, and then I realized I was exhausted because I was trying to cover my ass all the time, keeping that fiction going. Man, the storylines, the lies. It's just too much, Llama. It's too much. They should have a Pulitzer Prize Award for liars. You know, I might have have been at least a candidate Mm. for best fiction. Because it just gets to be too much. I can't think that fast. I couldn't then, and I'm talking a few years ago, and I surely couldn't now. I couldn't. I couldn't lie now if I wanted to, mm-hmm. because my mind is so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole lying deal and and trying to you know support that structure on top of lies on top of lies. Not only is it exhausting, but it is so much to remember and to retain. Like you were talking about being fast on your feet and your mind. And when you don't have to be like that anymore and you don't have to feed those lies or, or those demons with, with the lie on top of a lie, that that's a part of the freedom that is, I think, what a lot of people really want out of their recovery is they want that freedom. And nobody's going to call you out, man. Nobody, you know, I realized that, that, my, my lying or my, my deceitfulness, my bullshitting was not unnoticed. And I can see it, you know, I'm sure you can see it in some people, but we don't call it out. We don't go, hey, I thought you said something else. You know, call somebody and catch them on their lie because we're too kind, you know, we're mm-hmm. too nice. And I really wish somebody had called me out a long time ago. Yeah. Are you mad because they said it? Are you mad because it's true? Yeah, a lot of the times Whoa. on the defensiveness out of those lies is is straight up because I knew I wasn't doing the right thing. I wasn't living on that right side of things. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, I sometimes wish I was the guy that I said I was. It's just too much up to, to live up to as well. And that's another part of the lies is remembering which one to who, but it's it's also like which one to live up to. So, thankfully, we don't have to live that way today. 
not anymore. Yeah, you know, people out there listening, people out there knowing that you just get tired of having to constantly write the novel, you know, the fiction of your life, not the true story. Mm-hmm. The true story is easy to write, man. You can don't even you can put the pen down and just talk about it. You can you can speak your life, speak your truth. But if you're if you have this secret life, if you have this other life, and I've yet to meet somebody in addiction, somebody in active use, that doesn't have a secret life. Oh, course, course. Everyone's got something going on, and usually there's that chase for some other solution. And you put down the drink and the drug. That was a solution, although it caused many problems. They go run into that next solution and fill in the void with a relationship or finances or or gambling or whatever it might be just to, to fill that 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 need, I guess, that, that we all feel we need to fill from time to time. But yeah, everybody's got something going on. And like you mentioned, if somebody's acting as if, they're acting as if. What does the Mets tell somebody when somebody comes to the Mets and says, how can I be authentic? How can I start? I would I would start by suggesting meditation because it, over the past year that I've been practicing when when I realized that there's been days that I've like got going on in the morning and gotten ahead of myself and haven't taken the time if I don't if I don't take that time to set aside and get that straight in the morning and spend some time in the gap with the breathing and just watching out for the commentator inside my my mind I will go on that. I will go on that rampage and <laughs> just say things off the off the handle and whatnot. And you called me out that the other day on that. You're like, "Hey, you know, you were talking the other day about, you know, some things you normally don't talk about." <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, you know, I spent a lot of time with you. Yes, you do. You know, it's been uh it's been quite a thing. I've learned a lot. And you know, when you when you sit with somebody in meditation, and then you sit with somebody in the rest of the day. Um, you really got you really get a good feel for somebody where they are in the recovery. I don't want to talk about how I've heard you chirp on a on a volleyball court on a softball, softball. yeah, yeah, yeah. something well, like you that. Know, that that's different. Guy. Yeah. That's different. Sports are completely different than anything else. I want to get that straight. That's that's outside the box. That so. is outside the box. Sports are are just a completely separate deal. But there's recovery there, right? For the other team after they've gotten their ass kicked, yes. <laughs> Sweet. That's a good thing we're not real competitive in meditation. Can you imagine sitting in the uh, sitting in the, the yoga studio, you know, meditating, and all of a sudden somebody on the, starts chirping from a cushion? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back back to the question that you posed too is like the ability to be authentic or to not feed the demons is. To, to definitely talk about the insanity going on in between the ears, you know, bringing it all up to the surface over and over again, that character assassination of your own self, whatever you need to do, you, you got two hands, you can save your ass, or you can save your face. And there's times where you just gotta, you gotta go ahead and let that, let that insanity out and just say it for what it is versus trying to be quiet and deal with it all yourself. Yeah, I don't know anybody that can make that work. Um, it, it, it's even if you talk to yourself, you're driving in the car, and you know maybe you're not listening to anything, um, triple R radio or whatever. Hello, hello, and you. It's a good talk out loud, man. 
take the thoughts out of your head. I used to do that. I started doing that when I was seven years old, my mother told me. Mm. They thought I had an imaginary friend. Mm. And I told my mother, this is what she told me, that you know how your thoughts bang around in your head, but when you talk out loud, it's like listening to another person, and you get both the speech and the audio part of it. And sometimes, I know it may sound corny, folks, but sometimes just hearing it out loud can really put it in perspective. And if it can't, then what you need to be doing is not talking to yourself in the car. You need to be talking to somebody else who's there for you because that's a big part of recovery. There's that three piece, right? How it's going on inside the mind, how it goes when you put it on the journal, and how it goes when you share it with another person. And each process seems to unveil a little something different. If only you pick up the pen, if only you take the action to get that desired result, because it's not going to happen with the mental masturbation of thinking about it over and over again. You've got to take some form of action. Some of the stuff comes in flow where it's an unmerited gift in a way, but quite often you got to work hard for what you want. Damn, that espresso is pretty good. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm kicking (laughs) in now. I thought you were going to do the three Ps or the seven Ps or what was it? Oh, man, that was a few episodes back, and people got to get to listen if they want to find out, son. Solid stuff. So once again, it's your boys. Get it done. The Monk. And a Mets. On Radical Recovery Radio. And we'll see you next time. Ciao. Thank you.